This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. Pastor Kathy's always said, um, always told us um, of the bridge or detour, which is if we want to go where we say we want to go, Nate's uh, translated beautifully. What is it? If you want to go where we say we want to go, we have to go together. We have to go together, right? If you think of a body, could you imagine if like all of a sudden you looked at your body and you realized some of your members quit? It's like, what's my leg doing over there? It's like my thumbs. It's like, that'd be terrible, right? All right. Are we ready? New creation module. Nate kicked us off last week. Oh, my gosh. Um, If anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a, right? Old things have passed away. No, no, no. Old things have passed away. Say it again. One more time. Behold, as Nate said, right? Behold, right? All things have become new, fresh, something we've never seen before, unused, peculiar. One translation, I won't say which one, says (laughs) alien-like. Coach Abel loves his Bibles. Um, So tonight, I'm going to do, I'm going to tuck right behind Nate's um, cute butt, cute butt, and follow what he taught, right? Did you guys listen to his message? What did you say? What did Levi say? You got a cute butt. You told your mom. <laughs> awesome. I encourage you, go back, listen to the last message. It was, it was beautiful. Just about how, what we behold, you know, and everything. So I'm going to follow right behind the cute butt. And we're going to talk about beholding and go really deep into it. And to do that, to behold, we have to realize where everything is. And so I have you. This is you. Say, that's, that's me. So we're going to locate everything. Now, God gave you a body. He gave you a flesh, which includes this amazing, say beautiful thing, called brain. It's not evil. It's not evil. It's not evil. Right? Sometimes we can, it's a beautiful thing. It's got to be in the right order, right? So this is flesh. This is brain. This is natural. This is senses. This is what we can touch, right? Kind of this. And then we have our spirit. We have our mind, we have our heart, right? We have this area. And so we're going to uh, locate some things, so I need your help. Are we ready? All right, um, Pastor Kathy, no cheating. Okay, uh, Asia, duct tape her, please. <laughs> just kidding. So let's just start with this. You tell me, top or bottom, and if you have a scripture, tell me. Um, where's Jesus. Top or bottom? Give me a scripture. We must worship in spirit and truth. Awesome. I like that one. What is that? John? I like that. So we have the big Jesus, right? Um, how about Colossians one twenty seven? Colossians one twenty seven. Uh, living within us is Christ, right? In us, the hope of glory. I love the Passion Translation. He's in us, flooding us with an expectation of glory. He's in there, right? So we got Jesus. Um, Where's the kingdom? Top or bottom? Bottom, kingdom. Give me a scripture. The kingdom of God is within you. Good job. That is Luke. I have that one. 1721. There we go. So I'm just going to put these up if you want to come up later. My handwriting, my gosh. Kingdom of God is within us, right? Also, um, Romans 14. Um, I'm just going to, my Lord, I'll put it up here. 
Romans 14, 17, right? The kingdom of God is not eating or drinking. It is not flesh. It is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, right? So guess what we else have in here? Who's in here too? I want to put the Holy Ghost, HG, right? I need a Holy Ghost. You got one. Um, Kingdom. So we got Jesus. We got Holy Ghost. We got kingdom. Where's your new nature? Where's the newness? Where is it? Top or bottom? Bottom, right? Nate let us off. If anyone is in... That's right. So your newness is here. Okay, um, let's have some fun here. Uh, where is every spiritual blessing? Top or bottom? Bottom, right? Give me a scripture. Oh, God, yes. Come on, Nate. That's my middle school leader right there. Right? Ephesians 1, I think it's 3. Did I give that to you? I don't even know what I gave you, really. I gave you a lot of scripture. Is it one three? Am I right? Yes, right. One three. Every spiritual blessing has been lavished upon you, right, in Christ Jesus, from our wonderful Heavenly Father. Passion translation. Um, so we got kingdom. We got the Holy Ghost. We got the Father. We got Jesus. Also, I'm going to put up here. Where's the Father? Where's the Father? Top or bottom? Father. Anyone know a scripture for that one? It's Jesus' prayer. There's your hint. Close. Rhymes with Han. John. <laughs> that was terrible. Don't laugh at me, Heat. John 17. What was Jesus' prayer? I pray that I would be in them, they would be in us, and that we would be in them. We would be one. John 17, um, 23. John 17, 23. Gosh, I didn't leave enough room. All right. So the Father, where is the love of God? Top or bottom? Where is the love of God? Give me a scripture. Also John 17, you said Romans 5 too. So 17, there it is. Also 26, Jesus is at the end of his prayer before he went to the cross. He said, I pray that your love for me would be in them. That was Jesus' prayer for us, right? The love of God is in there. And also Romans 5, 5. I'll read that one for you. Um, I have that one. I'll do New King James. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Amen. Romans 5, 5. All right, there's you. You guys had a phenomenal day, right? <laughs> right? I mean, sometimes I look at this, I'm like, man, great day, right? All right. Let's, let's talk about this guy now. Um, where is the sinful nature, top or bottom? This is good. This is good. This is good. We're, this is good. This is good. This is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing this. We're doing this. Okay. Um, I'm going to put a question mark right there. <laughs> We'll put a question mark right there. Sinful nature. Okay, where um, are, are my curses? Where are curses? Top or bottom? Curses. On the cross. Good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. This is, this is good. 
All right. So your sinful nature. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go over this. So I have you for two sessions. Next week I'm gonna murder your old man. But today I just want to lay a nest. Is that okay? I just want to lay a nest. So Romans six six for the death that he died, he died to sin once and for all. Uh, Colossians one everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto the cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Everything we once were in Adam. So no, you have no sinful nature. This is how you look 24-7. What's the problem? <laughs> That's what we're going to start with. And, he's, and Nate hit it off. The word behold. The word behold. This is 24-7. And I left a part of um, kind of the equation out because there's a doorway here that we, we kind of don't like to talk about too much. But it's there. It's a big one. Um, I had father. It's a big one. Okay. Are we ready to talk about this word? Here's your doorway. Your doorway. Is your will. You have a free will. You get a choice. You've been freed from sin. I love the way Romans 6 says it. Sin doesn't have to tell you what to do anymore. Now, the thing about the will is this. And this has really, um, this is why I love what Gavin, I encourage you, if this doesn't make sense to you, go back and listen to Gavin's message. Because everything that's really going on in so is linked right behind it. Because right now he's really interpreting what it means to be in the spirit. That's what he's doing. Now, if you're here, you're experiencing this. There'll be proof of transformation. There'll be proof that all this is doing something and you can't look the same. I'll say it again, you can't. It's impossible to look the same. So we have to be honest with each other first. We have to be honest of, am I changing? Can I get an amen? Does this make sense? Okay. So this is all available to us right now. All right, Holy Spirit, here we go. So I'm going to share my heart real quick, and then I'm going to lay just a foundation. How many of you, just, just in your heart, found the opportunity to experience this today? Just don't raise your hand. Just think about it in your heart. where you can say, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, oh yeah. Do we have to, we have to go, look, we gotta be honest. We have to start with honesty. Because the reality is this, we use our will so much, I think we're just unaware of it. We're just so unaware of it. Um, I'll give you a story of how I used it on Monday, and I'll share how this is kind of changing me. On Monday, my wife met with Asia. She knows the story. And she left at 4.30, and she said, I'll be back, not, I don't know, but I'll be back to feed the dog. And I'm thinking, yeah, two hours, two and a half hours, three hours, four hours are going by. And the thought goes, what's going on with my wife? My brain suggested something. And that's what this thing is going to do, suggest. That's all it can do. That's all it can do. It's not evil. It's not a bad thing. You have no sinful nature, but this thing does have a memory. Now, here's what happens. 
It's up here. It's talking to me. And it's saying, where's my wife? Something happened. And this is going on. I'm watching my son. And so I call. She doesn't pick up. I call again. She doesn't pick up. I text. She's usually good at text. She doesn't text me back. So now what do I start doing? I start plotting. I start scheming my own scenario. Now remember, I haven't engaged my will yet. I mean, I have, but I, I decided my will, we're going to plot this thing out. Um, she's not, it's not good. It's not good. Let me text Asia. Let me do all these things. And it's starting going to the point where my brain had this idea, Abel, run outside and see if her car is there. Maybe she's on her phone talking. And I was impulsive and I ran and I did it and there's nothing there. And I come back inside and make sure Jude is okay. And then I said, wait a second. And I sat down in my bed and I did this thing. And here's the thing about the will. You have to be willing to wait. What I mean is this, this is what I did. I sat down and I said, I don't know where she is, God. I said, I don't know where she is, God. Where is she? And he said, Abel, I have her. I heard him, but I had to wait. I had to take my will, which is she's dying. Her and Asia are somewhere in an alley. This is what my brain is doing. There's something terrible going here. I took what I had, and I took my will into this area, and I said, I don't know. I don't know. And because I don't know, I'm going to wait, which is something, I'm going to say this, in Northern Virginia, North American church, we do not know what it means to wait on the Lord. And we wonder why we struggle, why we don't see supernatural every day. But I waited and he spoke. He gave me love. He gave me peace. He gave me his thing. She's fine. And sure enough, I was like, here's the thing though. I tasted it. I was like, she's fine. Now I went back to Judah. I'm doing my thing. I'm being honest with you. 30 minutes later. I know you said that, God. She's not back. <laughs> right back here so quick. Anyone ever do that? And once again, and here's the thing, and this is what God's teaching me. This was the extraordinary thing. I know what I'll do. I won't trust Asia's voice, or I won't trust God's voice. I'll trust Asia's voice. Let me call Asia. And I called her. And she said, we're having a great time. She's fine. No, she didn't say that. Guess what I did? I was like, yes, I knew it. I knew it. I knew, yeah, I was like, okay, good. My wife called me. Don't ever do that again. You said you're going to, don't ever. And she's like, oh, you worry. I'm like, yeah. I was like, don't ever do that again. And it hit me. Why did I celebrate so much for her voice, but not as much as I heard his? It really hit me this Monday. We do hear God. And the more we engage in this, I promise you this, because I'm starting to experience it, the louder it does get. Because I've, I've done that before, but, but I was just like, no, 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 God. I, where this time I was like, I heard it, but it only lasted 30 minutes. <laughs> Being honest. This makes sense? So when it comes to will 
And I want to give you, I want to teach you how to behold because Paul taught this beautifully. Paul is the example of what new creation looks like. He's the one who wrote that scripture. He's the one who wrote so many things because he became, he learned Saul to Paul and lived there every day, whether he was in prison, whether he was being stoned, whether it didn't matter what the natural threw at him, he had one option. I win. (laughs) What was his secret? What was his secret? Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2. And I want to read in the Amplified Classic. And we've heard this before. I'm going to do an Amplified Classic. If you have it, I suggest going to the Amplified if you have your phone. We ready? All right, I'm almost there. Do you guys know why I use a handheld? Because it has the lift when it goes like that. Just letting you guys know. If someone was like, why don't you wear a handheld? And I'm like, it made me sound like this. And it's weird hearing myself. (laughs) I'm just sharing my weakness with you. Are we ready? I'm going to read it slow. For I resolved to know nothing, to be acquainted with nothing, to make a display of the knowledge of nothing, and to be conscious of nothing among you, except Jesus Christ the Messiah and Him crucified. I'll say that again. I resolved to know nothing, to be acquainted with nothing, to make a display of the knowledge of nothing, and here we go, to be conscious of nothing, except these two things. Who is Jesus, and what did He already conquer for me? That's Jesus crucified. Because we have to understand our new nature was crucified with him and resurrected with him. But we have to learn how to engage this. And this. there's something up here that gets me down here that I've learned in my life. It's these, it's these three things. Ready? There's three things that gets me here pretty actually easily. You ready? Hunger. Passion. And desperation. Or helplessness. When I've had those in my life, that was a cakewalk. Why? Because I had no option. I shared my story how one day I blew up on my son. I got so sick of my anger. I got so sick of my frustration. I was so sick of what was coming out of me. I finally said, here's the thing though. I was going, I was doing this. I was reading my Bible. I was watching Teachings on how to love. I was watching Dan Moeller up, up the yin-yang. I was getting it. Todd White, I was doing it. But I've learned something. I don't care whatever knowledge you get, whatever revelation, whatever anything, if you never bring it to the will, it goes right to your brain. And you'll never experience transformation. Every Wednesday you come, every Sunday you come, every Bill Johnson teaching you watch, every book that you read, if you never engage your will, it goes right to your brain and you just got knowledge and just made you more puffed up. Yet, if you're honest with me, you did not change. I did not change. I've read all the books. I've watched all the Bill Johnsons. I've watched all the Todd Whites. I've watched them all, baby. And it did not change me. 
until I got pressured so much that I had no choice but to go, I don't know. And it forced me to wait on the Lord. And when I did that, are you ready for this? He does it all. He does it all. That's called supernatural. It's his power. It's his dynamite. It's not by strength, not by might, but by his spirit. He does it all. When it comes to your new you, you don't, he doesn't demand anything of you. When, oh, listen to me. He doesn't demand your faith. He doesn't demand your obedience. He doesn't demand your faithfulness. He demands you to quit. Because when you quit, this is what he's betting on. You know what he's betting on? He's betting on that if you stay up here long enough, you'll give up. And you know what happens? We, a lot of us got saved that way. We fell into the arms of a loving Savior. But here's the thing, though. That should be every day. That should be every single day. That should be every single moment. And that's where Paul lived. I determined to know nothing, which means every day he positioned his heart where he had no choice but to fall into the arms of the loving Savior. This is the guy that, remember, was murdering people. And then he met God. And then he wrote 1 Corinthians 13 where he's like, oh, my God, God is love. Love thinks no evil. Love hopes in all things. Oh my, love is, if you're not love, you're a useless nobody. <laughs> How did he get there? I don't no. When it comes to your new you, he's not betting on you to do anything except surrender, except give up. And there's a few ways that could happen. And we're going to start tonight. One, you could do what I did and just wear a mask and wait till you scare your son. Let me talk about putting on masks for a reason. When you mask and when you fake Christianity, you are delaying the enjoyment of the love of God. We all wear masks sometimes. And that's all it is. It's a delaying of the enjoyment of the spirit of the love of God. Where the spirit of the Lord is there is we delay it every time. We need to stop doing this, church. Mark, ask me how I'm doing. I'm good. I'm good. We need to stop that. We got to stop. We really got to stop that, especially with God. If I came in today, like I said, you came in today, you sh none of you should be tired. If, if this is accessible, none of you should be tired. I'm just, I'm just we got to be honest. Paul's in prison. Paul showed us what's possible. We can live supernaturally to the point where God takes over and it invades this realm so much that it affects everyone but he surrendered his will daily to where it just, his cloth. Peter, same thing, where his shadow. When he was talking about beholding, another word could be abiding or praying without ceasing. What is praying without ceasing now? I know nothing. I, know no, I don't know, so now I'm positioned to wait. But if I have options up here, like calling Asia, I won't wait. We have options here in North America. We do, right? We do. We do. Come on, let's, we have to be, I have my bank account. I got my boss. He's, there's my salary. I have many things. These things aren't bad. They're, they're beautiful things, but God did not create you to be dominated by it. He created you to dominate it, right? Where's your identity, top or bottom? 
bottom. So you were meant to dominate this, not this dominate this. And that's what happens. I have a thought and I own it. Asia and Kristen are somewhere in a van and warranted somewhere. But here's what I did. And I've been practicing it. Oh, it's just what Gavin would say, my glove. It's just my brain. I don't go, oh my God, I need a sozo. And I run to a sozo. No, I have everything inside me at hand. The kingdom is at hand. Everything is there. With this new creation of reality, I'm inviting you to do this with us. We have to go to war against doubt and unbelief. We have to go to war. Now you can't fight that either. <laughs> Here's the beautiful thing about your new you. You can't do it. This is, the, this, this is I, I wish someone told me, I'll say it this way. This is the way Catherine Coleman said it, which really set this up. You know what she says? Let's say you have a sickness here or a problem here. Anyone want to share what they're going through? If someone has sickness. Someone has this. Some, if you have whatever it is in the natural. She says this. When Jesus becomes more real to, than this, this will go. When Jesus becomes more real than my sickness, my sickness will just leave. When my sickness becomes more real than my whatever it is that's bugging you in the natural, it will leave. It will bow. Why didn't my fear leave? He didn't become as real. He spoke, but I didn't stay in there long enough. And I went right back to Asia. <laughs> Asia, she's alive? Okay, good. And I couldn't believe my, the, the, I was like, why? God, God, you're the creator of the universe and you spoke to me and I just sat there like a dum-dum. We do that, right? But then all of a sudden, right? Then you're like, you know, then I got it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just really hit me. Does this make sense? So I'll say it again, we have to learn to determine to know nothing. And this is what it looks like. It happens every moment of every day. We just have to learn to be aware. And this is the one thing that I do. <laughs> Slow down. If I was the father of lies, the devil, and I knew all this was at hand, what do you think I would do? I would make you so busy. I would make you so busy. I would make you so distracted because I know something. Once you taste this, I'm screwed. Because you know, if you've, you've got to taste this, you know what it's like now. If you've caught what Pastor Gavin's teaching, this just turns into a snowball, which turns into an avalanche and then a mountain, and it just keeps going. It becomes addicting because this is just, it just, this was meant to dominate this. Is this making sense? I want to give you a, another story that I, I've, I've just, I want to share just how I'm, one sort of how I'm doing it. Because you're going to do it. As, as soon as you leave, you get to practice this. <laughs> Every morning you get on your car and you get on 66, you are engaging your will. <laughs> I'm serious. This is what this is how I love driving. This is what God's doing. A lot of you know my revelation of driving, right? God tells me to get into the slow lane. I'm on a whole new level now. Because this is endless. You see this? This does not exist. It is bottomless. I can surrender my will, my will even more. And I can begin to explore. So I'm in the slow lane. And I'm good at that now. But now I'm to the point where I'm kind of just resting on habit. Like, I got it. I know now. I'm going to have done that with God. 
I got a revelation from God. I got an encounter. And then all of a sudden I make it a habit and I stop surrendering my will. We do that too. Yes. I got breakthrough, got it down. We do it so quick, man. We, right. It's just so easy where the habitual thing for you should just be surrender, surrender, surrender. It should never know this worked. Let's keep <laughs> at a copy at a paste. We just do that as humans, right? We do. So I got on 66 and I've been catching this thing and I've been going through it and I've been doing this now. And I got on 66 and in the morning, I love the mornings because boy, are people aggressive, especially at six in the morning, man. It's like, right. If you get on 66 and you're heading towards DC, Yahoo, right? Yahoo. So I'm in there and you do this. You're going to do this when you go home. Everyone's speeding up. And my will says, I should speed up too. I know. I go with the flow of traffic. And then I said, wait a second. I know nothing. You know who the real Abel is. What is Abel? Abel, you're going to slow down. That's what he said. As soon as I slowed and waited, he said, you're me. Let the flock in. You know on 66, where the Gainesville Exodus, where everyone tries to get over I slowed down and I let everyone in. And he was just like, does this feel good? I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this feels great. I felt like Jesus, like getting all the sheep, like, come on in, come on in. I was just letting everyone in. I was just like, oh my God. I was telling Alex the story. He was laughing. <laughs> but it was just, I re- but here's the thing though. I didn't behave it. He did it. I didn't drive and go, be like Jesus. Let them in. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't focus on my behavior. Listen to the message last week from Nate. It's not about behavior. God's not betting on your behavior. He didn't die on the cross going, I bet they're going to behave. He's not betting on your behavior. He bet on his son. He's betting you quit. He's betting you would surrender because if you do, you will fall into the arms of the loving Savior. So instead of going, I know what to do. I'll let him in because that's what Jesus says. I said, no, I'm going to hear his voice. Because in this arena, you know what fuels this? The voice, the communication, the breath of God. And it does it. it it's the few, he fuels you himself. You don't got to fake it. I didn't have to muster it up. What I did have to focus, though, was the waiting. I had to pause. I don't know. Let him in. This is who you are. This is nice, God. Yeah, isn't it? Welcome. <laughs> but it was like, I, I didn't have to behave. He actually did something. That's called Christianity, which means he's the source. He gets the glory. A lot of times we'll behave good and go, good job, God. But inside we're like, man, I was really hard. He said it yesterday. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Make it sense? I'm serious. As soon as you get in your car, you're going to engage your will. So I'm challenging you to wait, just to ask, just to begin, just to begin beholding. Begin going, okay, I know what I normally do, God, but I'm going to wait. And then here's if you can't wait, you don't have to do what I do, did, you know, with my son. I, I used to think, God, everyone's just going to have to wait till they get desperate and then they'll get you, God. No, you know what you can do? And I've started doing this. Have you ever asked God to give you a hunger? 
I said, God, give me a hunger for waiting on you. That was my prayer. He's a father and he gives good gifts. Ask him. If you don't have a passion for anything I'm talking about, ask him. I swear he answers. He's a good father. He'll give it to you. He, I trust you, that one he'll hand out on a platter. Father, give me a hunger for, any, I mean, anything in the kingdom. I mean, anything. Give me a hunger. Father, give me a hunger to know you. Give me a hunger to surrender your will. What does that mean? Give me a hunger for whatever it is you're going through. Because I used to think, I'm just going to have to wait. It's just, I'm going to have to let the world crush me until I have no other options. Until all my plan A, B, C, D, Ds are just gone. No, I can ask him now. You know what? Father, I, I've, I'm experiencing this now. Give me a greater hunger. But then I have to engage. You don't ever have to engage. The other thing I want to say is this. So next week, we're, we're going to break down just Romans 6 and Romans 8. This is just me. I just want to get you guys going. <laughs> Whatever you do up here, I don't care. If you are so busy up here, if you're watching things, if you're doing things, if you, I don't care what you're doing up here. It doesn't change who he is for you in here. Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. Paul was murdering people up here met that. I'll say that again. No matter what you're doing up here, it does not change his nature for you in you. He's made, he's made his bet on you. He's in. He's in. Why do you think everything we said is already in you? He's not talking about your behavior, as Nate said. He wants your identity. He wants you. He wants your heart. He wants your will, but he won't force it. He's already made his bet about you. So what the word of God is, what we're going to go through is this. A lot of us, each one of you has this journey. And each one of your journey is different from the person next to you. Some of you may have long roads. Some of you may have curvy roads. It doesn't matter. It's your road just for you and God's on it. You got born again to be fathered by God himself. I can't do it for you. Bill Johnson can't do it for you. This is why I'm, I'm really challenging you. If, if you watch a lot of teaching, Maybe just slow it down, especially if you're, how many of you know what I'm talking about when I said, when you don't engage your will, it just goes here. How many of you are like, yeah, that really hit me. When God told me that, I was like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Cause I know a lot, <laughs> but I'm, I want to yell at my son and like throw him in places. Just be honest with you. I'll just be honest. There were, there were, there were issues here that I was not seeing new life. We have to be honest. Say it again. This never changes. And that's what I'm going to prove to you next week. That no matter what goes on up here, this does not change. Where sin abounds, his grace abounded much more. His aggressive forgiveness abounded much more. His loving kindness abounds much more. He's waiting for you to give up what you're trying to do. When we let this run the show, this guy always serves one thing first. What is it? Me, myself, and I. He wants that in here. Because if he can get a hold of this, he'll change this. He'll change it himself. He's not betting on you to change yourself. He's betting on you to give it up. We need to start tasting. I encourage you once again, listen to last week's message.
get a hold of beholding because I've learned this about everyone's journey. It's not going to be the same for any of you. So you're going to have to explore. You're going to have to go on this journey of making spills, making mistakes, calling people like Asia going, you, my wife alive. It's a, that's okay. He's excited for it. Like I said, this doesn't change, but you, 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 everyone has their own road. And that's what I want us to explore a year from now. I want to be able to look at all, we should all look at each other and go, we flying now, baby. We should honestly, we should honestly be doing that. We have to honor this. Amen? All right. Um, you have homework. This is a school, right? Mama's a school. You have homework. You're going to read Romans 6 and two translations. Living by faith. Dot. This is your homework. You're going to read it out loud with someone else. I don't want you to do it alone. You're going to read it out loud with someone else. So you're going to ask Holy Spirit, here's what you're going to do. You ready? You're going to engage your will. I'm not going to say, I know it. I've read Romans 6 today and go, I'm not going to do it. Holy Spirit, I don't know. Is there anyone I should read this with? Begin with that. Engage your will and honor it. He will honor, he will show up. And if you're struggling, I'll do it with you, I swear. If you email me, I'll send you a Zoom link. I'm serious, I'm serious, I love it. Ask Dylan, ask certain people in here, I do it with them. Because here's the one thing I've learned. I don't have to do it alone. I don't have to do it alone. And the other thing too about my will, it involves other people. I've asked him, I have, I have certain men that I meet with that God said, meet with them. And we've been meeting and God's on it. And we're all growing. We're growing it. Why? We both said, okay, God, God, we got God's will. He said, meet. We don't know what to do. Should we do a plan? No, let's just meet. And he's showing up every time. We're honoring what he said. He said, that person came into your spirit. Honor it. Just honor it. I'll do the work. Don't worry about it. Just, just do what I told you. Meet. Don't develop a plan or a Bible study. or blah, blah, blah. You don't got a plot or scheme. Let God be God, please, as Nate said last week. Know your role. You know nothing. I'll tell you your role. You know nothing. Amen? All right, so next week, we're going to really go through Romans 6. Because if we don't understand the first part of that scripture, that old things have passed away, it clouds that. It makes that complicated because of shame, guilt, things we've been doing when there should be none of that. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are. Where are you? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so we need to really go after it. And we're really going to break it down. We're going to go through 6, 8, and we have to go through some of Paul's letters. Because Paul laid it out. He did such a good job with letters showing us that praying without ceasing, oh, just wait. Oh, my gosh. It's worth it. Amen? All right, you got your homework. All right, close your eyes. I'm just going to pray us out. Romans 6, baby. I'm going to give you no excuse 
to get wrecked by the love of God. <laughs> we should all be getting wrecked by God's love. All right, put your hands on your heart. And let's just actually, real quick, just look at the whiteboard. Okay. Where you're putting your hands, that's all there. Now, you can begin now, shut up, and practice. It's something, it's something we all have to learn. It's hard. Can I be honest with you? I've been practicing this. It, we, it's tough. When I first started, but he honors it. Amen? So this is in you right now where you just placed your hands. It is moving. It is breathing God right now. It is inside, outside. It is doing things that you may not be aware of. So I want you now to close your eyes and just engage your will. Wait. Holy Spirit, we just acknowledge right now that we don't know what we're doing, but we want to learn. We've read in your word so many times of the amazing things that you do. The healings, the, the savings, the, the, the psalmist singing that you taste good. We want to learn how. We want to learn how. We want to embrace how you see us. We want to embrace that we are your sons and daughters right now. And you're yearning to have our identity. Holy Spirit, give us a hunger to surrender our identity. Give us our hunger to not to try to create it with the things we do, with things we create with our brain, but help us surrender it to your presence so that we could see you do everything. Help us surrender it just like a little child throwing up their arms to a loving father. We come to you right now broken. Give us a hunger to come to you like a child every morning and when we shower, we can go, I don't know again. <laughs> what do you want to do? What do you want to show me? What new part do you want me to explore today? What, do you, what promise do you want me to feast on? Give us a hunger, Holy Spirit. We love you. And Jesus, we just thank you for what you did on that cross. We thank you that your nature does not change for us. Holy Spirit, give us a hunger to be conquered by God himself.
take us to a place where the love of God can't contend with anything natural in our lives. That when it comes to the love of God for anything natural, it's a joke. If Paul gave up everything, he tasted something amazing. We want it. Everyone just say, we want it. Yeah, give us a hunger, God. That's our prayer. Give us a hunger for this new life in Christ Jesus, we pray. Jesus, your beautiful, magnificent, holy name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I love you guys. I encourage you um, re- listen to last week's message. Even if if you re- if you were here, listen to it again. It was it was really great because where we're going, it's it's going to keep going, and we have to go with each other. Amen. All right. Did you want to say anything, Mama? All right. I love you guys. Um, next week, I'm murdering all you. Uh, I'm coming as an older brother. I'll let Nate and Rafa be the gushy, lovey dovey. I'm gonna be the ones gonna be throwing my shoe at you guys. Is that okay? Can I be the older brother in this relationship? That's a big shoe. That's size 15. Mama knows. It's cool. I love you guys. Have a great night.